Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Wildly fun episode of AEW's Dynamite tonight. Yep. Um, uh, headlined by... The main event, Scorpio Sky getting that TNT title back from Sammy Guevara. Uh, they've been sort of going down the sort of path of him with the face turn and the entire, all the men of the year there with Lambert and all that. Yeah. Uh, sort of pivoting with the Sammy. I mean, it's, it's, I like this, you know, Sammy and Ty crowd wants to boo them. Yeah. Nobody likes two people who are happy. And so they're booing them. And uh, so they're bad guys. Yeah. And so you got Scorpio Sky, who everybody naturally loves. And you and I have been saying for a long time, him and Paige are natural good guys. They should be good well, guys. Well, I think, I think Ethan Page could be a really good heel. I just think the, the way they have cast men of the year in terms of, of, of putting up with Dan Lambert, that just wasn't working. Right. I yeah. like Scorpio Sky a lot. And, and like he seems like an inherently like likable dude. Yeah, so I can believe yeah. him as a heel, but yeah, I mean, as a face, sky's the limit. It feels like you know. Yeah, that it look that that's a really good point. Uh, I think that both guys can do either one. For me personally, we've had this discussion Honestly, before. I've never seen Ethan Page's vlog, so it's it's the thing where for people who don't know, what we're talking about. We've had this discussion where how, why is it you can buy somebody as a heel or a face? I'm sorry, or as a heel. If you've like and other other people, maybe not. And we came maybe to the conclusion, perhaps that first impression. So, for example, I can accept Adam Cole as a heel, even though I've literally met him. He's the nicest guy you'd ever meet. 
because the first time I ever laid eyes on him, he was a bad guy. Yep. First impression, yep. right? Yep. And then I see later on, oh man, he's a real sweetheart. But then it doesn't matter because that first impression is ingrained. Ethan Page, who's terrific, a wonderful wrestler, yeah. an awesome entertainer. And can be a great heel, yeah. All the stuff I saw with him before I saw anything was his vlog, was these little interviews he did. He is a wildly charismatic, uh, 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 nice guy. Then I see him as a heel, and I have a problem buying it. Just that's me personally. So you see, the first uh, thing I've seen of Ethan Page was in was when he was in the the, uh, the North. No, even before that, when he was in the the oh. very first Battle Royal at All In. Oh, okay, sure. That's yeah, the yeah, first yeah, yeah. I ever saw of his work. Yeah, yeah. And he was healing it up, and that's that was my first impression of Ethan Page. So all that aside, now that yes. we've gone on that tangent, yes. So I, I was uh, I was yeah. ecstatic to see Scorpio Sky win this. I was not expecting it. Um, I thought Sammy would win again, and he would go on to run with the title. Seemingly, that's not going to happen now. This isn't the last time these two are going to cross paths because we're going to get this mixed tag match with Sammy and Ty taking on Scorpio Sky and Paige Van Zant. Uh, maybe it'll happen at Double or Nothing. Maybe it'll happen before then. I don't know. Since it's Paige Van Zant's debut, I and if she's signed with the company, I would kind of expect should be a pay per view. Yeah, uh, that her team will win. Her and Sky will win. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that'll be the end of that feud between Scorpio mm-hmm. Sky and Sammy. And Scorpio can have a, a, a good long reign with the belt because he deserves it. This moment tonight was great. Him getting the belt back as a face. The crowd a thousand percent behind him. Absolutely. And to hear that pop, to hear the crowd chanting for him was awesome. Now, yeah. now that they've introduced Frankie Kazarian into this thing, though, that potentially could drive a wedge between Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page and Dan Lambert. And there's your next story for Scorpio Sky or a story down the road for Scorpio Sky after he's done with this feud with Sammy. Yeah. I. You know what, man? I, I will say this. There might be complaints out there about hot potatoing a title. I, I, I think that the TNT title is perfect for that stuff. They don't nail it all the time. Sometimes they do confusing things with it. But I do appreciate that it's the kind of thing that Tony Khan can look at and say, hey, you know what? This isn't working. Let's go the other way. Let's mm-hmm. fix this mistake um, or, or, or what have you. And, uh, and I like that. You know, I'm 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 totally fine with that because the bottom line is, in any given match, you can tell a story that is compelling and make the title mean something. In other companies, maybe a title being uh, changing hands this often might not mean a lot. But in this match alone, just in the context of this match, you had a good guy, you had a bad guy, and uh, and you had people going nuts for the good guy getting the win here, mm-hmm. and uh, and Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. I've said this a million times before. As a character, he doesn't do much for me. He kind of never has. As a wrestler, he is one of the top guys out there. Put on a stellar performance. I wish, I w- and I know he'd be like, you know, fuck you for this. I wish he just dialed back a little bit. Like that bit that he did, you know, oh, I'm crazy. I'm going to do something crazy off the ladder. And his his shoulder just went 30 miles an hour, bang, into the mat. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that could have been real bad. That looked like it could have been really bad. But that being said, the man's a professional. I assume he is not going to take unnecessary risks. Um, (laughs) I'd like to think. uh, How old is he again? Like 25 or something like that? 26 or something like that. He's in his 20s. He's still a young dude. So. Yeah, that's peak intelligence at that age. <laughs> now, look, I'm just I'm talking about myself. At all. Oh, all right. I don't know. You probably say the exact same thing. Nobody's really smart in their twenties. 
<laughs> but uh, so hopefully, hopefully he, he takes care of himself because this kid is doing crazy shit in I the know. ring. Seemingly every week, too. And it is compelling wrestling when he's in there. When He is one of the few guys. When he's got a microphone, I'm like, I do not care about this yeah, guy. I it's know. rare that there's a guy who's like, I don't care one bit about this guy. But they say, hey, he's going to be in a ladder match. Okay, I'm all in. Yeah, I'll Give watch me that. that. I'll watch that. Give yeah. me that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, speaking of titles, we got our title bout confirmed, our AEW championship title bout confirmed for double or nothing. In fact, it will be CM Punk versus Hangman Page for the AEW championship. Uh, we kind of saw this coming. Nonetheless, it's a huge development. Punk's first title shot since coming back to wrestling after seven years away from the business. You know, I still expect Paige to go over, but the back of my mind, Punk winning only to walk into Chicago to face MJF for the title at All Out and have MJF beat him for it in Chicago would be pretty massive. and That would be all the heat on MJF. I don't think it's going to happen, but the back of my mind is a possibility it could. I would be... When's, oh, man, I don't mean to put anybody on the spot here, but like Tony Khan generally, I don't think would give us a big heat magnet for one of his pay-per-view main events. Well, it wouldn't just be a heat magnet. It'd be a title match. It'd be MJF would win the title, and he's been doing like really good work for the better part of three years. It's not like it's 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 you know some guy off the street they bring in to beat Punk to get heat in his hometown. This is MJF, man. Yeah, they only do like four pay-per-views a year. You can go into Chicago and have MJF. Boy, that's ballsy. It would be ballsy. Woo. It would be ballsy. Yeah, I, don't I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if he do. No, that. I don't think. I don't think he's gonna do it. Back of my mind, a possibility exists. I mean, dude, he won the title in November. Yeah. It's been uh, by that time, by by double or nothing, it'll, it'll be, be six, six months. months. I I think he'll probably end up going at the very least till till Chicago. I could see MJF as a thing with Chicago. You know, he beat Punk twice there. Mm-hmm. I could see MJF winning that in September in Chicago, um, maybe. But again, you know, you're 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 looking at a main event where like the the most hated guy. But that's a big moment right there. It is. That's a big moment. It's huge. It's pretty huge. I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because remember, I know, I know, MJF beat Punk twice in Chicago, but then he lost the dog collar match. So let me ask you something. What? You're the son of a billionaire. You own a wrestling company that CM Punk is in. Uh huh. What do you do? What would What would you do in this situation? You got Hangman Page, a guy you really like. What would you do? As oh, a I'd keep the title on Page because he's the future. Page is the future. I mean, it's cool. You could always put it right back on him. That's entirely possible, too. But Page is the future. You know, uh, Tony Khan has brought in a lot of free agents. And it seems very rare that he deviates from whatever plan he may have because he's bringing in people. It seems like if he has a plan to do something, he sticks with that plan. Mm -hmm. And like we saw with Adam Cole, he just had Page beat Adam Cole twice. Mm -hmm. You know? And I, I know Tony Khan said he knew who his first four champions were going to be. Mm-hmm. Page is the last of those four. And at the mm-hmm. time he decided three years back that Page was going to be the fourth champion, he probably had no idea that M. Cole was coming to his company. He had a plan yeah. in place to give Page probably a reign of decent length. And he said, all right, Adam Cole, you're going to have two title matches and lose both of them because I'm building up Hangman Page. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it'd be the smart move. Yeah. Uh, it kicked off with we're not going to do the we'll get to the recap here in a second but the show did kick off with FTR versus FTR we got our answer we only got to hear Chase uh, I'm sorry Midnight Ex- FTR's theme song it's based off of Midnight Express based off of Chase um, FTR versus FTR Dax versus uh, Cash yeah 
And goddamn, I loved it. I, I could have watched. I know this is a one-time only thing. Yeah. But doesn't that kind of suck? Because I could have watched this for 30 minutes. I could have watched this a lot longer. Well, here's the thing, Steve. You could you could get the video of this, and then you could watch it on a loop. You could watch it over and over and over and over, and then for 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, the whole day. You could do that. I mean, it's kind of not what I meant because that would oh. be the same match at We didn't specify, so. But I appreciate you offering up the suggestion. That's awfully nice of you. I do actually have the video because I, I record all. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, it's probably, you could do it. Just loop it. Yeah. Loop it. It was, it was match, a fantastic though. bout. Fantastic Terrific bout. Match. They both came out. They came out. They did their entrance simultaneously through different tunnels. They both had matching, yeah. like, Heart Foundation-inspired gear with, like, the Heart mm-hmm. Foundation logo, their name, you know, like, you know, uh, the Heart Foundation did in the in the 90s late 90s yeah. mid 90s when it was brett owen bulldog pillman um it was it was a fantastic bout uh and i'm sure uh, people on on social media are going to point out various uh nods to brett and owen throughout the match yeah well they got you know the from what i'm hearing from my sources is that they're get they get they actually get paid bonuses for each callback they do mm. so that's why they just load these things up they're they're actually the most well-paid. Well, I think CM Punk might be the most well-paid wrestler in, in AEW. Every one of his matches afterwards, like two days later on Twitter, he is like sequence for sequence from a Bret Hart match. Well, yeah, that's why it's uh, you know his his he's actually his contract only guarantees thirty-five thousand a year. Oh. CM Punk's, but he does so many callbacks, escalators, escalators, multipliers, yeah. if you will, multipliers. <laughs> Because if he puts several moves together, he does. He has like you know a sequence of moves, yeah, multipliers, yeah. It escalates, it multiplies, multipliers, yeah. exponential money. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, check this out, man. The Forbidden Door. Oh man, this was great. W. Morrissey. So another failed attempt by uh, MJF to and Wardlow. Wardlow. He uh, he's one of the oh, very few people have kicked out of a blackout. And so he used the Moxley method of you kick out with the crucifix pin, yeah, uh, like a backwoods again. And, a reference uh, bonus for Wardlow, right? Exa- yeah, exactly. But he gets the escalator, <laughs> multiplier, multiplier. And uh, and so uh, he ended up winning, uh, beating Lance Archer, who's you know big human being. And then uh, MJF decides to offer six figures to W. Morrissey. Yeah, he calls somebody. He insinuated that it yeah, was he, pretty heavily. He calls somebody on the telephone and says, uh, hey, you interested in a match for uh, six figures? All right, cool. And he says, hey, Wardlow, I got someone that's taller and stronger than you, and you can't teach that. So last I checked, Enzo is neither taller or stronger than Wardlow, so that only leaves uh, W. Morrissey. Well, taller, maybe not. No, definitely not Although, taller. from what I understand, there's some surgery you can get. Uh, stronger? Possible given how jacked that guy is these days. You know, if you put Enzo dude. next to Wardlow in the ring, uh, Wardlow's probably a good two, three inches taller and probably about 40 pounds heavier. Yeah, but have you seen Enzo? He's I have. He is jacked. Swole. But he's, 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 not jacked. The, he's not the size of Wardlow. No, probably not. Uh, but, you know, again, you know, surgery. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, 
it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, And then, of course, we had uh, Serena Deeb making uh, Karushita tap out after a a great match. Great match. Brutal. Great match. Street fight. Philly street fight. Um, which Brian Cage now knows where that takes place. <laughs> um, so, so I really in the pre-show we were laughing about that months-old, year-old tweet yeah, of Ricky Starks. Old. Yeah, it's pretty old, but I don't know why. I just saw it again the other day because they because they were bringing this yeah, up. Yeah, no, I saw it too. I saw it too. And it's just a funny. <laughs> and, and, and you wonder why Brian Cage is nowhere to be found because of that tweet. Yeah. Uh, Serena Deeb, so Thunder Rosa was looking on at the TV, watching this match, uh, which usually uh, is a good uh, prognostication for who she's going to be fighting next. So yeah, yeah, it looks like Serena Deeb versus uh, Thunder Rosa, which is, which which has potential to be a really great feud. Pretty good match, or AD and chances to Tony Khan. Uh, Extend Brian Cage's contract so Ricky Starks can dunk on him on Twitter some more. <laughs> oh God! Ugh. Oh, it's it's so funny. Let's dive into this man. Like we said, it kicked off with the Dax Harwood versus Cash Wheeler. Punk came out on commentary. It's the Bret Hart Appreciation Society, right? Here. Yeah. Uh, all these guys love Bret. Unfortunately, Bret doesn't sign with WWE, so <laughs> you could you could wear as much of his gear as you want. But I guess they're 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 paying homage to his brother to Owen. Uh, so, uh, anyways, like you said, of course, they, uh, they came out together, separate tunnels. Yeah. But you know, uh, the, under the same audio, uh, uh, uh Tron, theme. same theme. Yeah. The Tron, all it's all the same thing, you know? Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, this was good stuff. You know, it was, it was plenty of, they like, they like to wrestle number one, the, like the first five minutes was just straight up like hip toss, hip toss, arm yeah, drag, yeah, arm fast, drag, fast, arm fast, drag. Fast, 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 yeah. Just so fast, yeah. yeah. A ton of that. Both these guys know each other better than anybody else. Um, and uh, and so there's all sorts of like, you know, for example, Dax thumbs Cash in the eye. Cash is like, whoa, dude, why'd you do that? Dax is like, hey, man, I didn't I didn't mean to. Things get chippy. Mm-hmm. So this happens with whenever it's like a, you know, brother versus brother type situation. Yeah, yeah and it goes from uh, uh, hip tosses and arm bars to pile drivers and slingshot power bombs, you know. Right, yeah, superplexes and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, the level of violence escalates as the match goes on. 
Um, down towards the finish, Cash is looking for a victory roll. Instead, Dax sits down on him to get a cover. That gets a two. That's when Cash hits the pile driver. Dax kicks out. Uh, and then uh, Cash is going for a top rope belly to back. In the air, Dax reverses to a crossbody. That gets him a two count. Um, and then Dax crossbodies himself and Cash out of the ring. And Cash is selling knee. So they get back in to beat the 10 count. Dax about to put the sharpshooter on Cash, but he hesitates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, do it like, immediately. Uh, well, and it's, then, all, it's his meal ticket, too. You know? Yeah. It's like he didn't want to mess up his knee. Exactly. But then at the end, he does. He goes for it. Cash blocks, rolls up Dax, and then Dax counters with the roll up of his own to get the win. And then immediately, it's just like emotions pouring out. They 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 hug. It's it's a really cool moment. I wonder if Dax is now going to incorporate the backwoods into his arsenal for finishers. Could be. After that, we had CM Punk. Uh, uh, he left, so they 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 noted that it was official. Punk versus Hangman. So Punk leaves commentary, grabs a mic, walks over to the stage. He first he says, "Hey, let's give a hand to Dax and Cash." He says, "I've never been in a locker room full of more talent than an AEW." I'm like, "Dude, you've been in a locker room with Orton and Cena. Get out of here with that." Still, this is CM Punk talking, not me. He says, "Before I walk through the curtain for the first time in AEW, ask myself, can I still do this?" Now I can say firmly, yeah, I suppose I can. He says, I like Adam Page. I like Hangman. He says, and this is not to disparage anybody else he's been in the ring with in AEW. Oh, he says, except for Eddie uh, Kingston. I missed this type there. Except for Aiden. Yeah, I know. <laughs> except for Eddie Kingston, yeah. He says, uh, he's like, I was, I've just been warming up. He says, I can't promise a win, but I can promise I'll give you 100%. He says, without the fans, I don't come back. Without them... I don't do double or nothing. I'm not a gambling man. He says, but I'm going to bet on myself. He tells uh, Paige, uh, he's gonna, you're going to get a fight, buddy, and uh, I'm going to keep on fighting until the wheels come off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, then we get a Scorpio Sky promo. He says, no coincidence that he was one half of the first tag champs. He won the first face the revolution ladder match, was undefeated for over 400 days, won the TNT title only to get screwed in the second defense by Sammy Guevara and lose it. And he says, Philly crowd isn't here to see Sammy win. Philly crowd is here to see uh, him beat Sammy's ass. There's only one face of TNT, and you're looking at him. Yup. And then we got Uh, a Blackpool Combat Club versus The Factory. This match was surprisingly competitive at the stretches. Uh, Early on, Wheeler Yuta was being (laughs) isolated by The Factory until he hits QT with a German suplex. Once Brian Danielson gets tagged in, it's just absolute destruction. Mm-hmm. He yeah. beats the living shit out of Aaron Solo. Yeah, that was kind of awesome. Um, yeah, in the end, they do the cool thing where Mox has the bulldog choke. Uh, Danielson's got a submission of his own, and then Wheeler Yuta is doing the uh, elbows. Is doing the elbows, and then he rolls up uh, Camarado. Yeah. for the win. Um, yeah, that was cool stuff. Did uh, was was this the debut of Wheeler Yuta's uh, this theme music? New theme. He usually comes yeah, out yeah, with. yeah. He did the pants yeah. last week with this Neutron. I think this is his Neutron. He's got the new badass. Theme. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it sounds great. Like the theme is amazing. It's cool. It's like you know the the Tron matches his pants all blood splattered stuff. And he's from Philly, so this is a, a, a hometown crowd. He got this win in. Got a great mm-hmm. reception. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we had a, a Britt Baker, Jamie Hader, Tony Storm interview. Again, no physicality, no violence, no fighting. Right. So uh, Britt. Says to Tony, you don't have to leave. There's no fighting. We just want to talk. And Tony says, fine, I'm not going anywhere. But I do want to introduce you to a friend of mine. In comes Ruby Soho. Um, she says, Britt and Jamie, you always have something to say. 
So uh, Owen would always say, enough is enough and it's time for a change. I can think of a change. I'd love to drop you right here right now. And Britt says, uh, mm, no, we have stuff to do. I'm hungry. Hey, Ruby, why don't you go back to your home and catering? Oh, oof. oof. She said, she's going to I'm hungry. We're going to go hit up your, uh, your oh, yeah, home yeah, your home catering. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was, that was good. Great. I wonder if they're going to have any of that Reese's pie there. Yeah, hey, maybe. Uh, I'm happy that they, they brought Ruby into this feud because mm-hmm. it gets her on TV. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, absolutely. It's great. Um, it's terrific. And, uh, you know, there's stories now they're telling going into the Women's Owen tournament. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, we had a Jurassic Express interview after this. So, you know, like <clears throat> when you or I don't get enough sleep and sometimes you and I, we can get a little grumpy or like when I'm Snickers that's commercial. That's me pretty damn often, man. Yeah, but you're not really like it's it's rare that you're actually grumpy. It's because I get to stay like, home. Remember when we used to go to the office and I'd be in at nine in the morning? I did, you could tell I did not want to be there because it was too early for me. I used to hear those heavy sighs walking up those steps. <sighs> uh, that was Christian in this interview. Yeah. So Jungle Boy's like, I don't want to sound like a sore loser, but I knew I could have won that match, and I knew I could have uh, won this match, but I lost my focus. I should have finished it when I had the chance. Christian says. You don't sound like a sore loser. You just sound like a loser. He says, but you're not a loser. And the whole crowd's like, damn. I know. And Jack just sits there and takes it. He says, put the title on your shoulder. What we have here is a teachable moment. Issues a challenge to any top five team. And then Hobbs and Stark steps in. Starks calls, what did he say about Luchasaurus? He got a smooth brain. Uh-huh. And Jungle Boy almost started laughing. <laughs> Oh man, he says we're ranked anytime, any place. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Ricky Starks was great here. Great. He's great. All, uh, he's, he's great, great all always, time. especially when he's tweeting to Brian Cage about <laughs> Philly street fights. <laughs> oh, and next we had Lance Archer versus Wardlow for the match. MJF's up in the in the luxury suite, and he is this again saying, uh, "Hey, Lance Archer, he's my guy. He's going to decimate Wardlow. Wardlow, no music again." So Wardlow, of course, comes out handcuffed. He comes down to ringside. Security uncuffs him. Archer hits him with a senton off the apron, like as he's getting uncuffed. Like as soon as that second handcuff is off, bang. Uh, they get in the ring. Uh, bell rings. Wardlow busts out a Hurricane Rana. I was <laughs> yeah. not expecting that at yeah, all. That was pretty rad. Hits a spine buster. Rad. He's calling for a power bomb. Archer escapes that. He looks for a choke slam. Wardlow powers out. Archer puts on the claw. Wardlow powers out of that, out of that too. They do the double clothesline bit. Uh, Archer hits that old school moonsault. Hits a choke slam. Wardlow kicks out. Archer hits blackout. Wardlow kicks out of that. Rolls him up with the crucifix pin. Gets a two. Uh, they're kind of fighting on the top rope. Wardlow headbutts Archer off the top. Hits a swanton. Gets a two there. And then he hits four power bombs to get the win. God dang, dude! Four power bombs in that big guy. I know that was that was impressive. That was very impressive. Uh, after that, we had a sit down. So the, you know, obviously, the Jericho Appreciation Society, sports entertainer. So we got several tropes of sports entertainment. I mean, this is virtually a contract signing. It was yeah, it was like his contract signing, and then later on, we got a fireball. Yeah. Uh, so this is Jericho Appreciation Society. And then Eddie Santana Ortiz, they all sit down. Or th- this is supposed to be a contract signing thing. So Jericho Appreciation Society comes out. Of course, uh, 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 Parker says Angelo, uh, Angelo Parker. Angelo, yeah. Says, uh, you know, he yells at everybody for singing the song and stuff. He says, uh, Tony Khan gave us this time because uh, he knows the sports entertainers are best for business. 
he says, in order to have this sit down, uh, we had to give our word to Mr. Khan. There will be no physicality in this ring tonight. So then Eddie and the guys come to the ring. They start tossing chairs sort of gently around. And uh, Jericho says, um, you know, the earth is 4.5 billion years old. And we're all lucky enough to be living in the Jericho era. He says, yet you deprive the people of Pittsburgh that opportunity last week when uh, you, you wouldn't you got us banned from the building. He says, so uh, I'm demanding that Eddie apologize to us right now. And Ortiz says, hey, I got something better than an apology. And then he reaches into his uh, pocket and he pulls out a middle finger. I mean, it's just his middle finger. It's not like somebody else's <laughs> yeah, middle yeah, finger. No, yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Santana also, he pulls one out of his wallet again. It's his own, not you know, <laughs> somebody else's he found, no. or one that he took. Uh, uh, he says, uh, you know, Chris, your problem is that you turn your back on the two guys who know you the best. Garcia interrupts. Says, hey, you know, all these threats, they don't mean a thing. It's not like you can hit us. It's not like you can hit. Come on. Come on, hit me. He's, they're all trying to goad them into hitting him. He's like, you know, give him his, his, his jaw and everything. And uh, so they all start, as your notes here say, start peacocking Eddie, Santana, and Ortiz. And then uh, Eddie says, hey, enough. I hate this crap. I hate this chair. I don't care about sports entertainment. It's garbage. He said, uh, I, told, I told you, Jericho, we're going to get you. So let's fight. I don't care if it's five on three. Let's go. Jericho says, you stupid son of a bitch. That's the problem is that it's five on three, but you're too stupid to realize it. So we're going to take you guys out one by one. We're putting a hit on all your asses. And that really sets Eddie off yeah. because when he hears hit, he, t- he tells Jericho, he says, you want to know what a hit means, partner? He says, in this world, that means my world, that means you win things. And he starts putting gun fingers up to his head. Yeah, yeah. You put, put a guy in the ground. Then Jericho says, uh, he says, come on, hit me and get fired from yet another company. He says, this is your last chance, man. Nobody wants you. And Eddie says, no, I'm not going to hit you. When you say hit, it means you got to be prepared to put somebody in the ground. We've done it before. Are you prepared for that, Chris? But he's like, all, he's at Jericho's face. Yeah, Jericho's face. Chris down. is all the way back here. Bended back with the look of just utter fear in his face. Yeah. Earlier, it was great. Garcia uh, made a crack about Kingston's perfectly groomed eyebrows. Uh, yeah, groomed eyebrows, which may or may not come into play next week, depending on how this fireball That's thing true. works out. That's true. <laughs> like these little details. Right. Yeah. Uh, then we got a Sammy Guevara. Sorry, Sammy Guevara video Sammy package. Type it up the ladder match. Then we got Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida. Uh, early on, Deeb targeting the knee that she previously uh, hurt. On Hikaru Shida mm-hmm. going after that often and repeatedly. Um, this match was crazy. He had all sorts of uh, chair shots, kendo stick shots, powder to the face. Um, really solid bout. Really physical, fantastic stuff. Um, down towards the end, uh, Shida's hitting. Uh, sorry, we back up a little bit. So D puts Shida's leg uh, into a chair. Goes up mm-hmm. top. Shida escapes. Hits D with the chair. Hits a falcon arrow off the top to get get a two. Sheeta hits some more kendo shots, starts choking Deeb out with it, and then Deeb is able to push off the bottom rope to roll up Sheeta. That gets her a two count. Uh, Sheeta kicks out. Sheeta hits another kendo stick shot. So Sheeta's looking for a power bomb. Deeb pokes her in the eye, hits a detox on a chair. Sheeta kicks out. So Deeb puts on the serenity lock. Sheeta gets the bottom rope, but of course, a street fight, no rope break. And the camera mm-hmm. and commentary did a really good job selling that moment because Sheeta did too. Mm-hmm. Because she reaches out for the rope, Aubrey says no, and she has a look on her face like, oh shit, mm-hmm. this isn't going to save me. Yeah. So Dee pulls her back in the middle of the ring, starts smashing her knee into a chair, 
and then locks on a clover leaf. Sheeta has to tap, and they cut backstage. Thunder Rosa's watching everything. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had an interview with MJF and Sean Spears. Uh, MJF's like, well, first of all, he he miss says mispronounces uh, uh, Lexi's name, the interviewer, mm-hmm. and then he yells at her. So she goes, and uh, he's like, I got a plan. And he says, Spears, give me your phone. He said, I got a plan, and it's a damn good one. And he calls somebody. He says, hey, big man. He says, how would you feel about making six figures for one match? And then uh, you hear, oh, I think that sounds great. And then uh, uh, and then he says, hey, Wardlow, how would you feel going up against a man who is taller than you and stronger than you, and you can't teach that? So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be more same. Uh, after that, uh, House of Black comes out. We're supposed to hear from them, but instead the lights come down. They come back up. And when they do, Fuego, he's laid yeah. out on the stage. So Malachi, Sad last days of Fuego. Yeah, Malachi leans down next to him, says something, and then Buddy and Brody hold him up. Malachi is about to rip off his mask, and we hear Alex's voice. Yeah. And there, there's a, a figure dressed as him in the ring, so you assume that's him. And he right. says, you know, it's sacrilegious to take a luchador's mask, but hey, you know what? Uh, we've been waiting. We told you not to mess with, uh, mess with fire or something like that. Um mm-hmm. We've been waiting. You might for the, get burned. Yeah, you, we've been waiting for the right time to blindside you. So uh, House of Black, they hit the ring. They're standing on the apron. Penta and Pack come out on the stage, but then Alex joins them. Yeah. And you cut to the ring, and then the figure who was dressed as Alex is Phoenix. And yeah. that was the level of enthusiasm that Excalibur uh, uh, had for the reveal. I fully expected, because, like, you know, about 10, 20 seconds into it, you kind of realize, oh, oh, yeah, Alex isn't showing his face. That's going to be Phoenix. He's back. Because, you know, he's – we had heard that his injury wasn't, like, so – like, as bad as it looked when it happened, yeah. he would be back relatively quickly because there was no damage. Um, and so we've been waiting for him to come back. Triple A keeps on advertising him because I think they kept on expecting him to be ready. Yeah. And uh, I think he's teaming with the uh, Vikingo this Saturday. Yeah, yeah, on Saturday. So here's the thing. They did a shot of the ring, and they had House of Black there in the foreground. The background, you had Alex. Yeah. But he was had his head down. The entire – so you know this is a guy who can attack. It's like, okay, this is Phoenix. Phoenix is returning. Yeah. And so, like, Phoenix, you know, uh, he, he unmasks. And uh, and then Excalibur says, and there's Phoenix right there in the middle of the ring <laughs> or something like that. It was so underwhelmed. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So uh, uh, Phoenix starts swinging a shovel around at House of Black. They all duck it. Uh, Brody and Malachi, they they get out of the ring. Buddy goes after Phoenix. He lays him out. Death Triangle takes out uh, uh, House of Black on the floor with some with some topes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Then we get an uh, announcement. Swerve Strickland. Versus Darby Allen and Owen qualifier on Rampage. They had an interview next. Uh, Swerve, uh, they're 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 referred to as friends to introduce the interview. And Swerve says, mm, "Calling us friends is a bit strong. More like rivals who beat the hell out of each other." He says, "I'm really looking forward to turning Rampage into Swerve's house when I win." Darby says, uh, "Hey, this is my house. I've been here since day one. I'm gonna show Swerve why this tournament is my tournament." Um, let's talk about this for a brief second. Uh, Darby's next, Darby's feud right now. It seems like Darby and Sting are about to get into a thing with the Hardys. It seems but like that's going to be Apparently on Being the Elite, they've been teasing a Young Bucks Hardys thing. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is that supposed to be the double or nothing match? Is is so, okay, so this is going to go one of two ways. Is Swerve, I hope Swerve wins this because I guess you could still do 
uh, AFO, you know, trying to interfere with this. On the other hand, Swerve and Keith Lee, I mean, like maybe have they moved on from the uh, the Team Taz? Because no. Team Taz no. is coming after Luchasaurus. Yeah, no, they. I mean, right? just what last week on Rampage they had the promo where yeah. they weren't done with with Team Taz. Okay, yet. so it's entirely possible that Team Taz could interfere and cause Swerve the match. I hope that doesn't happen. I want Swerve to win. Yeah, Swerve has been losing. Like he's had like what three matches and he's lost like two of them or mm-hmm. something. I don't know if that's true. But I feel like he's been losing. Like, he lost his first match. He lost to Starks, and he and Keith Lee lost that uh, right. the tag match, yeah. Yeah. He needs to stop that. He needs to stop losing. Yeah. yeah um, but then Darby's Darby's pretty powered up. Darby can eat some L's. He can. Darby's a pay-per-view guy. I don't know if he can, I don't he can, know if he can lose here. He can eat L's. All right. I hope I hope you're right, man. I want to see Swerve move ahead in this thing. Same. Yeah. That's uh, why I was saying Andrade should have won last week against Darby. Mm-hmm. Darby can eat L's. Mm. Andrade mm. needs wins. Mm. Uh, we had an, an, the undisputed elite versus good lord. Get a get a look at this team here: the Pillmans, Brock Anderson. Sorry, Brock Anderson. Poor Lee Johnson, who deserves better. And talk about a guy who deserves better, Dante Martin. Yes, remember to hear about his uh, Darius apparently getting hurt again, according to. Uh, so I, I know that there was an injury. Has he? Has Darius come out and said exactly what it is? No, I know he he took some umbrage with people speculating. Yeah. Um. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully, whatever that is, uh, he's able to recover from. Because man, so. that was he that was out was, for a long like, time with an ACL tear or knee injury. I know. He just came back yeah. and had a handful of matches and get hurt to, and gets yeah. hurt again. That's a bummer. That's a real bummer. I was happy to see that uh, Lee Moriarty was nowhere near these guys. Dante needs to get out of that, but Lee Moriarty, glad he's he's safe. Yes, <laughs> wherever he is. Yes, I got my Lee Moriarty shirt today. Oh, how's it look in person? Oh God, it's beautiful. Yeah, he's a hell of a designer, man. That's nuts. How can somebody be so talented in two things like that? Wrestling and designing cool shit. Pretty neat. It's fantastic. Uh, so early on, Undisputed Elite, they're completely and utterly dysfunctional. And mm-hmm. they eventually get their shit together during a picture-in-picture. Picture. Adam Cole, being a team captain, uh, helps run interference so Bob Fish can get the upper hand on Brock Anderson. They isolate Brock for a while. Eventually, he tags in Lee Johnson. He's about to go on a run against Kyle O'Reilly. Young Bucks get in the ring. Stereo super kicks to Lee Johnson. Make the save for Kyle O'Reilly. He thanks them. Uh, and then uh, Adam Cole starts directing traffic. Basically mm-hmm. telling the Young Bucks, hey, do all this. Yeah. Do all this stuff. And they take out pretty much the entirety of, of the other team, save for Lee Johnson. Uh, and then uh, Reed Dragon and the Young Bucks hit Lee with a BTE trigger. Cole follows with the boom to get the win. And then they do, they do the shirt things. When they came to the ring, Cole and Reed Dragon had the undisputed Elite shirts. The Young Bucks didn't. So yeah. Cutler hands them all their shirts back. And then uh, Cole gives Matt and Nick undisputed Elite shirts, and they put them on. What, on a on a scale of one to ten, Larson, one being uh, I don't know what's the best shirt in wrestling history. Well, shouldn't that be it's a NWO. ten? One is one is worse. Ten's best. Yeah, ten. Yeah, on that scale. So yeah. one is like the AJ Styles one. Looks like you know. Come on. Yeah. 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 And then uh, number ten would be the NWO. That, the NWO's got to be top shirt, right? Yeah, I, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Better Austin. Where does this fall? Where does this fall? More towards the AJ Styles one. It's not quite that bad. It's just generic. It just looks really generic. They need to stop doing gradients because all their shirts are digital. So, like, they're digital prints. I know. Gradients don't um, really print well. 
And like dull. I remember that was my problem with the Inner Circles first shirt. Is that the logo is whatever, but it, it was like the it was like dark blue and dark red. Yeah, it doesn't. And pop on a at black all. shirt, which is what you always say. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't pop. pop. I know it makes the colors look really muted. I know what you mean. Yeah. So this was not. This was kind of a fail in every respect. Maybe it's supposed to be kind of lame though. Because these 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 guys aren't <laughs> yeah. gonna be able to coexist. Because this shit is not gonna work. No. It's not gonna work. No. Like, is this gonna be? Are they still gonna be a thing? Or is are the young bucks gonna wear this shirt past double or nothing? Mm, no. Sometimes they draw stuff. That out. actually oh, might wow. be the the match for young bucks at double or nothing. Is is young bucks and Reed Dragon? Oh wow! Could be yeah. they, they do young bucks and the Hardys at all out. <laughs> That could, could be. be. I wonder. I wonder if the Young Bucks are going to stick around with him until Kenny. I don't. I don't know when Kenny's coming back. I wonder if they're going to do those trios titles before Kenny comes back, because who knows? They're setting up that entire trios. I mean, division. at one point after this match, I think it was this match that that uh, Excalibur literally said, "We have a lot of great trios in AEW." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Like maybe Tony Khan thought, "Okay, Kenny's going to be back at the beginning of the summer." Now maybe not. Um, let's just go ahead and do this. Yeah. That could be. That could be. So anyways, we go backstage with the disruption. Matt Menard says, hey, camera person, come with me. And they show that uh, Jericho Appreciation Society has already laid out Santana Ortiz. And as the camera draws closer to Eddie Kingston, Jericho throws a fireball right in his face. Geesh. Yeah, man. Those perfect uh, eyebrows. Sad last days of his perfect eyebrows. Well, I mean, I guess the upside is, though, the silver lining in that is that eyebrows grow back. That is true. That is true. Uh, after that, we had a quick Samoa Joe versus Trent Beretta video package. Uh, they're going to have a t- Ring of Honor TV title match on Rampage. Uh, also on Rampage, Keith Lee versus Colton Gunn. Ooh, Colton Gunn's going to get killed. Uh, Swerve versus Darby is going to be a great match. Yeah. Uh, Jade, Red Velvet, and uh, Kira Hogan versus Willow Nightingale, Trisha Dora. And Sky Blue, that's going to be a hell of a Yeah, match. that's awesome. That's some talent that right there. That is awesome. And then on Dynamite, yeah. Deanna Prazzo versus Mercedes Martinez for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. Pretty, pretty awesome. That's going to be an awesome match. And, yeah, you got to figure Deanna's probably signed, signed with Impact, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Mercedes signed with uh, AEW yeah. slash Ring of Honor. Yeah. So you think Mercedes? You know where that title's that. going? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Uh, also uh, on Wednesday we get Warlow versus mystery opponent W. Morrissey. W. Morrissey. Bobby Fish versus Jeff Hardy in an Owen tournament qualifier. In case anybody sort of doesn't pay that close attention, W. Morrissey is formerly known as Big Cass yeah. in WWE. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think we said that. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. They're like, why do these guys keep on talking about Enzo and this uh, and Morrissey? I thought Morrissey was a singer. I mean, they wouldn't be wrong. Morrissey is a singer. They'd be they'd be true about that. But W Morrissey, W Morrissey, not a singer, wrestler, right? Formerly big ass. Yeah. Then we had our main event: Scorpio Sky versus Sammy, Sammy Gavora. Gavora. And from the beginning, booze for Sammy, cheers for Scorpio Sky. Great. Yeah, it was awesome. It was great. Uh, yeah, people want to cheer Scorpio Sky, man. You know, I yes, he can be a good heel. I want to see it. I, I see him he, as a good he guy. Seems like a good dude. I want to see Paige as a good guy too. Yeah, just give me the page from his vlogs, and I'll, and I'll be into that. You know, because he seems like such a like a, a a typical dude. But then you know you you put him up like Lance Archer goes backstage, interrupts his vlog, and and beats the shit out of him. Boom. 
underdog story right there. There you go. How great would that be? That could be something. Anyway, this match was great. It would feature ladders <laughs> and barbed match. wire ladders. Barbed wire ladders. Other ladders. Uh, and Sammy Guevara at one point, you know, he, he so he sets up a ladder. It's like too far away. It's like the AI in WW2K. It's like too far away from the title. So he goes up the ladder. He has Scorpio Sky down on the ground. And he's like, I can't reach the title. He's batting at it like a cat. Yeah. And then he sort of looks at the camera and goes, I'm crazy. And then he does this fucking weird 780, whatever this yeah, was. Yeah, it was like a twisting corkscrew splash. And he might have grazed Scorpio Sky and landed right on his shoulder. Just everything on his shoulder, which, as you know, was like, what, a foot away from head. Yeah. Which was terrifying. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but you know, he's 26 or whatever he is. It, so. And it seemed like during the commercial break and coming out of, out of that, they were kind of going easy a I little know. bit. I know. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, they came back out of commercial. Well, there was, yeah. And, and, and they had the trainer checking on Sammy on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess he was like, yeah, I'm fine. Because right after that, they do that cutter spot where they there's that ladder set up in the corner. There's a ladder in the middle of the ring. Scorpio Sky's climbing the ladder to try to get the belt. Sammy, mm-hmm. uh, try to replicate the spot against Cody, jumps off mm-hmm. one ladder, goes for the cutter. Instead, Sky counters with a cutter of his own. Yeah. Um, and then Sky pulls out the barbed wire ladder under the ring. Uh, eventually, he gets a uh, Spanish fly onto that. Uh, Sammy pulls Lambert the ring. Ty gets in it as well. She kicks Lambert like square in the front area oh with full force yeah. it looked like yeah it looked like that could have sucked so Paige Van Sant runs the ring her and Ty brawl they kind of brawl on one corner Sky and Sammy brawl in the opposite corner so uh, Scorpio Sky and Paige Van Zant kind of get the better of the brawl I take them out to celebrate they get dropped by Ty and Sammy and then they start making out mm-hmm. so then Sammy and Ty bring the barbed wire ladder back in the ring he braces against the ropes uh, Sky then hits him right with, right there with a flatliner. He climbs up the ladder. Ty jumps on his back. Sammy climbs the opposite side of the ladder. ladder. Paige Van Zant jumps on his back. Uh, so they're on top uh, uh, of each guy, and Ty and Paige are throwing hands at each other. Eventually, Scorpius guys manage to get Ty off. Paige slides down. They kick each other. Sammy gives Scorpio Sky the bird. Scorpio Sky bites his finger. Oh, nom, 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 yeah. Nom, nom. So they start trading punches. Eventually, Sammy knocks Scorpio Sky off the ladder. He starts reaching for the belt. Scorpio Sky dumps the ladder over, sends Sammy into that barbed wire ladder. So he starts climbing. I don't know how that wasn't the finish. That should have been thousand percent the finish. Because like yeah. thirty seconds later, after that spot, Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara, is springboarding Sammy back Guevara. onto the ladder. So Scorpio Sky has to push him off again. Gets the gets the belt. He is once again your TNT champion. You know, man, I feel your point about him needing to sell that bit a little bit more. I liked it because it was extra drama. It was like, oh, man, really? Come on. And, you know, he's young. He springs oh, back pretty quickly. Oh, I understand. I understand that. You, you could have sold that for, I don't know, 15 more seconds. Just a mm, bit yeah. more. Have Sky bat around a little bit more. Because they, they know how to milk it up there. They really the do. They really do. So Frankie Kazarian comes down the ring to celebrate. Um, and then you mentioned that Lambert seemed kind of annoyed by, by his presence. Yeah, he goes like this. Yeah. What are you doing down here? Man, speaking of scary moments, you notice that a half and half QT took uh, during that match? Looked like he landed on his head, square in his head. Woo. They need to ease up on all that stuff. Man. Mm-hmm. Catch as catch can, please. That's what I prefer. Yes. Steve wants two Get and a half hours of arm bars and hip tosses and such. 
Oh, absolutely. You know, the first uh, five minutes of that FTR, FTR match, just that for every match. First three hours. But it needs they to be preceded by 25 minutes to just lock up. Yeah, but also, like, if they could just slow it down. Like, FTR was going way too fast. They were very crisp, very fast. You want, like, one quarter speed. <laughs> Please, yes, yeah. Because you do go too fast, you yeah. might hurt yourself. Well, and also, it's hard to hard to follow, too, when they go too fast. <laughs> I can't keep up with it with my slow brain. <laughs> Oh man, let's say we answer some questions. Yeah, let's do let's do that. From our patrons, patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. We've also got some highlighted messages here in the Twitch chat. Indeed. Uh Mayor Planet Houston says, which wrestling promotion does spooky the best? It's not WWE. No. They don't do spooky very good. No. I'll be honest i don't i don't really need spooky in my wrestling does anybody do spooky good nothing's coming to mind like probably impact but oh, that yeah. usually just ends up being cheesy yeah oh lucha like, underground lucha underground was all right did they do spooky yeah pretty good? the stuff with with penta and vampiro there's some good stuff there yeah Will Terminator says WCW because of the campiness. That's a completely different thing than spookiness. Yeah. Spookiness and campiness. Enforcer <laughs> says Wrestling Society X. There was literal like warping of time space. That was pretty spooky. That was pretty crazy. Ricky Banders. They had Teddy Hart. <laughs> pretty spooky. Yeah, oh, gosh. Uh, let's see here. Brendan Monroe. Who do you think will team up with Kingston and X-Lax against Jericho Appreciation that's Society? Good, that's a good question. Oh, I mean, I, I said it should be Hernandez and Homicide. I don't know if it will be, but it should be. Oh, that would be awesome. Didn't uh, Homicide had a match? He had a Mox match, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Hernandez can still go. That'd be great. I mean, Kingston did reference them killing people in their past. I know. You know. I know. I mean, literally, Homicide. Um, You know, if, if that, it'd be cool if it was a blood and guts match. They did it in New York. Ooh. Boy, oh boy. That'd be awesome. That'd be pretty stellar. <clears throat> Let's see here. Um, uh, Cornbread Haas here in a, a Twitch chat asks, what sort of bonding activity do the Young Bucks and Reed Dragon need to do together to get back on the same page and be the best of friends? Uh, Kyle needs to call his old friend Von Wagner and say, hey, where's that spot in the woods that we used to do uh, morale building exercises? Well, that didn't work out, that, that didn't and, work out uh, well. And they could do the branch running didn't work uh, out. Well. The truck driving. Didn't work out well, though. Uh, yeah, that's true. But, you know, maybe try it again and it'll work better. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Xavier Gray has some questions about NXT 2.0, which is cool. Uh, asks if uh, we think the Viking Raiders' return to NXT 2.0 was a one off thing. I think that they're just there to lose to the creeds. Yeah, they'll be there next week to lose to the creeds, and then they'll that'll be that. Yeah, that'll so it's like that. a two-off thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, our Lopez Ortiz bringing the knowledge here says you can't bleed in NYC. What about New Jersey? Can New Jersey? Good question. That's Good just question. across the river. Do it in the uh, Prudential Center. There you just go. Across the river. Excellent. Excellent. 
Uh, Roz Cody here says, I like how the Ring of Honor TV title gets defended more than any other title on TV lately. TV lately. Who else should get a shot at the title? Hope Challenge. Joe's uh, Ring of Honor TV title open challenge. Yeah, that'd be good. I like that. Uh, the Magic Man, Menard. Have him. I'd like to see him in a promo off against Samoa Joe. Oh, that'd be good. I get the feeling Joe would have a hard time not cracking up. I know. That would be tough. Menard is You want to taste. You want to taste. I mean, that gum was just off the, off the charts tonight. Yep. Uh, Shavon, who do you got, who do you guys think will become a world champion first? Wheeler Yuta or Wardlow? Wardlow. Is the pure title not considered a world title? I mean, if it's AEW championship, it's Wardlow. Yeah, it'd be Wardlow. If it's Ring of Honor world title, it'd be Wheeler Yuta. Dang uh, MQ, hopefully Deanna is the start of many knockouts appearing in AEW. The Forbidden Door needs to help the women's division. That'd be great. I know Britt wants a match with Deanna Perazzo. Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be a good one. Um, Moses opposed has a great question. With the hint from William Regal that people can get kicked out of the combat club, who's the first to go? I still feel like Danielson is, will probably turn on Mox at some point. Yeah, but I feel like Regal will stick with Danielson rather than Mox. Right, so Mox will get kicked out. Yeah. We don't need you, son. Uh, War Machine MJ. So we've got QT Marshall instead. He's joining the combat club. <laughs> <laughs> We're better now. Uh, let's see here. Uh, War Machine MJ says, uh, the Blackpool Combat Club are opening a dojo, and they ask you to choose between Chris Hero, Thatcher, or Lance Storm as the head trainer. Oof. Who do you choose? I mean, Thatcher, me, it's Thatcher is the one that fits with the kind of philosophy seemingly the most. Oh, it's Thatcher. You can't go wrong yeah. with any of them, though. How about this? They kick Mox out. They bring uh, Thatcher in, but they say, all right, son, you're in the club, but you're being renamed Mox Two. All right. John Moxley, too. Two, yeah. El hijo del John Moxley. There you go. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to do that. I'm from Sacramento. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We appreciate it. Who's bringing this, who's bringing this up here? Anthony Tobias is bringing up the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell coming back. <laughs> so word has it. It's May 19th, but you can't say anything. I got that on the down low All right. from the guy at my local Taco Bell, but I'm not going to tell you which one because I don't want that guy to get yeah, in trouble. I know which one it is. I can tell May you which 19th. One. Should I do a review of the Mexican pizza on guess, uh, sure, why not? Friendo Club TV? Why not? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.